Today I want to talk about a I want to talk about a storm. A prayer storm. This is week two of a five-week series on the rain. How many are ready for the rain? I saw a 10-year-old girl preaching on the Internet. Maybe some of you saw that. I'm guessing she was 10. Wow. And she said, when it starts raining, some people come with their umbrellas. Well, I appreciate the Lord moving, but this really isn't my thing. What's your thing? Deadness? What is your thing? She said, when it starts raining, I like to come with a funnel. A big funnel. In fact, when you raise your hands, i got to preach this message. When you raise your hands, just pretend it's a funnel. Now, some of you have little funnels. <laughs> some of you have big funnels. Amen? <laughs> Get a big funnel out there and just say, God, whatever you have. Some of you just sit next to people and try to get what they got. Let's just get, how many are ready to get whatever it has? Zechariah 10 and 1 says, in the last days, in the last days, in the time of the latter rain, I believe we're in the latter rain. There's the former rain, first century. Then there's the latter rain. He said the latter rain is going to be greater than the former rain, the first rain, and the latter rain together. It's going to, the, the harvest rain, the fall rain is going to be greater than the spring rain. The spring rain started all this. But God says there's going to come a rain, amen, that's going to be greater than the rain that started it. It's going to be a harvest rain that's going to bring in a harvest for God, amen. I, I want to see this place just absolutely so packed with people that we have to do two, three, four services on Sunday, maybe one on Saturday just to keep the crowds, amen. I believe the, the, the power of God is coming but I don't want to you know a cool little entertainment nice church I want us to have a church that has the power of the Holy Spirit that changes lives it's going to take more than a cute music program it's going to take more than than just music and a good good youth program to get the power to see lives changed there's demonic things in this world today. Demonic things that can only be broken through a prayer storm. You're saying, uh, showers of blessings. Oh, my God. Let's go beyond the showers. How many want a gully washer? Yeah, those gully washers, it just cleans all the junk and all the trash out of the gullies and Look out. Look out. The Lord will make, listen, ask for rain in the time of the latter rain. Did you catch that? When it starts raining, ask for rain. What happens is we sit around until it starts raining and just thank God for the rain. Next Sunday, the rain's gone. When it starts raining is when you start asking for rain. Because God will send the rain, but the amount of rain depends on your faith, depends on your funnel. So it's time in the latter rain to ask for rain, and he will make flashing clouds. He will give them showers of rain, grass, a harvest in every field. Isaiah 
64 and 1. I'm going to give you a lot of scripture. I hope you're quick up there because we've we got to move quickly. So write these scriptures down or get the outline. Oh, 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 that you would rend. Say rend. We don't use that word anymore, but it means rip. Oh, that you would rip. Rip the heavens open. That you would come down. By the way, he already did it on Christmas. And he, then he went back up and he sent the Holy Ghost down. And the Holy Ghost never left. He is here now. Amen. Oh, glory. The rain began 2,000 years ago. It's time to ask for more rain that the mountains may shake at your presence Isaiah, I don't, I don't even know where I am. Isaiah 44, 3. For I will pour water on him who is. If you're not thirsty, he, he's not going to waste the water. Sometimes I drink this just to let the guys know I appreciate them bringing it. You got to be thirsty. There is a requirement for rain. You got to want it. You can't just casually walk in here and say, "Well, I hope for rain today." Oh, I'm going to explain all this. And floods on dry ground. Dry ground means it hadn't rained in a long time. I will pour my spirit on your descendants and my blessing on your offspring. This is, this is about more than us. This is about establishing a legacy and an inheritance for our children and grandchildren. Amen. That, listen, they need to experience God, not just hear stories about God. Oh, help us in this place. Amen. So today, I want to show you how to target your prayers. Because in this life, there are some hard situations. The disciples went out one day, tried to cast out devils. They said, well, Lord, it wouldn't come out. And Jesus said, these devils, these sicknesses, these problems, they don't come out unless you fast and pray. Someone said fasting exposes what you're addicted to. Oh, my God. <laughs> fasting accelerates the prayer process. But some things require not a lay-me-down-to-sleep prayer, but they require a prayer storm. I'm going to describe what that means. I know you don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, but uh, you, you will before I'm done. Amen. Nahum. Nahum. Yeah, that's, that's uh, I wasn't clearing my throat. That's a book in the Bible. Nahum chapter 1, verse 3. The Lord is slow to anger and great in power and will not at all acquit the wicked. The Lord has his way in the whirlwind and in the storm, and the clouds are the dust of his feet. Wow. He's the God of the whirlwind. His feet are the clouds that. God is the God of the prayer storm. So what, what is a prayer storm? Here, here's a definition of a natural prayer storm. It's a disturbance. Just bless me, Lord. No, I want to disturb you. 
I just lost half the church. A disturbance of the normal condition. Some things preach all by themselves. And this is Webster, who's a Christian. The disturbance of the normal condition of the atmosphere. Oh, my God. (laughs) Manifesting. (laughs) Every word is loaded. Manifesting itself by winds. What happened on the day of Pentecost? Winds of unusual force or direction. Wow. So what's true in the natural is true in the spiritual, that we need a prayer storm in, that disturbs what has been tradition, things that are dead. Oh, my God, I love that song. We need to speak to dead things. Come alive. Some things worked 20 years ago, 50 years ago. Well, thank God they worked, but some things don't work anymore. we got to have fresh manna today. Amen. His truth never changes, but listen, there. It, it's time to understand he never changes. His ways change. It's time to understand what God is doing today for this generation. Learn the language, and let's get through, because God is about to disturb the atmosphere, and he's bringing wind and rain, and it's going to be an awesome display of thunder and lightning. Let it happen, Lord. Give him a praise this morning in Jesus' name. Sounds a lot like Pentecost, or in today's world, Punicost. We got Punicostals. I speak in tongues. That's all you got? And some of that I wonder. Ah, leave it alone. Leave it alone. Let's be good, Pastor. Someone say, I got the Holy Ghost. You can't even stand up and testify. Don't give me that. The Holy Ghost isn't just to give you tongues. It's power to be a witness. Witnesses go to court, God's court. Witnesses sit in the witness chair and swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. Hey, Pastor, I haven't been trained in theology. We don't want your theology. We want your experience. We want to know what God did in your life. Tell us what God did. Nobody can confront. Nobody can tell you God didn't do it. If God did it, he did it. They can challenge your theology, but they can't challenge your experience. We need some experience. Oh, somebody help me in this house. I, I might need armor bearers just to hold me up. How many want some scripture? Listen, a prayer storm is like putting, I'm trying to describe this. A prayer storm is like putting a target up for God. Say, God, I'm not praying general today. Somebody say, I pray for the whole world every day. Lord, bless the whole world. Really? God's going to move on that one. (laughs) 
A prayer target means you have a specific need at a specific time and you got devils blocking it and you can't seem to break through. So you just, now some of you, you just need to paint a little target. And as you pray, just hold that target up and say, God, I'm going to spend the next hour on this target, not praying for anything else. I'm going to fight back the darkness. We're going to fight back the demons. We're going to win this thing. Took Daniel three weeks to get a prayer answered because it had to go through the atmosphere. We need to start learning how to change the atmosphere. Oh, I know the devil is the prince of the power of the air, but ah, he's defeated in Jesus' name. The airwaves belong to the Lord. Want some scripture? Job 36, 2. He covers his hands with lightning and commands it to strike. Lightning in the word is a type of the word. Lightning is the word. Mm, my God, my God, my God. We need to learn how to get a hold. Oh. Listen, on a completely dark night, all of a sudden that lightning will flash and you can see everything like it's daylight, but only for a second. Welcome to the prophetic. But I'm glad for those flashes of revelation. And God says, oh, my God. He says, oh, he covers his hands with lightning. His hands, the right hand of authority, the left hand of working through sorrow and trouble. Doesn't matter, doesn't matter if he's going to just punch the devil or trick the devil. He works on his right and his left. But he covers his hands with lightning and he strikes. But he needs a target. Why didn't God do anything? Why didn't you ask? And I mean ask. I mean knock until. Jesus help it. Jeremiah 23, 19 and 20. Behold, a whirlwind of the Lord has gone forth in fury, a violent whirlwind. It will fall violently on the head of the wicked. Listen, we're beginning to see this in all the calamities that have been going on. And now, now God is exposing things. By the way, some of you need to get some things on the altar before you get exposed. Just thought I'd fill you in. You thought you were getting away with it, but God sees what you're doing. You thought you were getting away with it, but God knows how you treat your spouse. I can wait. I, I, I just saw I just saw on Twitter that they, they that in the last thirty days. Just in Hollywood, not counting the poli poli political world, but just in Hollywood, about 25 people have been outed for abuse. That's almost one a day. And it's happening in the political world, too. And you know what the Lord showed me? The, remember, remember when they threw Jezebel out the window? Do you know who threw him out, threw her out? It was her own eunuchs. A eunuch is a powerless man. And these, these people were powerless against these really powerful people. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Powerful people who abused and took advantage of powerless women. And now the powerless eunuchs are throwing Jezebel out the window. If you're living in sin, I'd stay away from the windows. Or at least be on the first floor. 
Jesus, help us. Psalms 83, verse 14. That's us. Okay. Psalms. As the fire burns the woods, as the flame sets the mountains on fire. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. So pursue them with your tempest and frighten them with your storm. My God is a, my God is a warrior God. Oh, we like to preach the God of love, and he is. He is a God of love. I understand that. But listen, when it comes, when it comes to powerful people abusing people, when it comes to the disenfranchised in this world, he is a warrior God. Ah, Lord. So what does it look like? We sing that song, what is it, whatever it looks like. Whatever it sounds like. What does it look like? Ezekiel 1.4. Here, here's the picture. Then I, <laughs> hello, and behold, a whirlwind was coming out of the north, a great cloud with raging fire engulfing itself, and brightness was all around it and radiating out of the midst like the color of amber out of the midst of the fire. Ah, there's a storm coming from God. What does it sound like? What does it sound like? Job 37, 2. Listen closely. In the Word of God, cool. Listen closely to the thunder of his voice. The thunder is the noise. The lightning is the exact hmm. wording. Listen closely to the thunder of his voice and the rumbling that goes out from his mouth. There's a thunder coming in the Spirit. Wow. What does it look like? What does it sound like? Let it come, Lord. Number four, how, how does it work? How does, this, this is the nuts and bolts. You ready for some teaching? Not long, just be patient. How does it work? It works in the spirit just like it does in the natural. Okay, same way. So how does it work in the natural? <laughs> how does a storm develop? You know, if I wasn't a preacher, I'd love to be a meteorologist. That would be cool. <laughs> yeah, it's too late. Too late. <laughs> Listen, it all starts with the warming of the sun. How does a prayer storm work? God warms your heart. Oh, I feel it. <laughs> right now, he's shining. And what that, listen, the presence of God heats up the church. And when that heat, ah, what, is it, what does it cause? Evaporation. Our pray, see, God warms our hearts. And our response is praise, thanksgiving, and worship. Are you following me? The heat of his presence warms our heart, we return. Praise and worship is seeding the clouds. How do clouds form? When that, when that vapor, now it's a vapor, it rises. As, as water vapor rises, it cools. And as it cools, just like on a glass where water will form on the outside of a glass, right? 
cold inside, warm outside. So as it hits that cooler air, it turns into droplets, and the droplets eventually form these clouds. And But here's the thing. If you can get enough droplets, the, the clouds begin to darken because they're thick, Thick with rain, the amount of praise counts. The amount of time you spend worshiping him does make a difference. It's not about an occasional praise or an occasional thank you when something happens. Those of us who live a life of worship, who like the music playing 24, uh, for those of us who are always looking for opportunities to say, thank you, Lord, and we're just always praising him. Oh, those clouds get dark. They get heavy. And when the cloud gets heavy enough, it sends down the rain. A storm develops, amen. And it develops, oh, thank you, Holy Ghost, it develops right over the place it formed. And then the wind will take it and bless wherever the wind... Lord, bless my brother over here. Lord, bless this one. Bless this over here. Bless that over there. Go to the hospital. Lord. <laughs> Anybody getting this? It's time to understand a prayer storm that changes the it actually, it actually there's so much going on that it actually causes electric electricity in the clouds, and that's what lightning is. It charges, say charges, it charges the atmosphere. Wow. We need, that's how it works. Isn't that simple? Our problem is, our, our problem is we have too many couch potatoes. We have too many armchair quarterbacks. We have too many Monday morning coaches. We got a lot of people just like to come and sit on the couch. Bless me if you can, preacher. Armchair quarterbacks. I'll tell you, if I was pastoring that church, I wouldn't know what to do. If you were pastoring this church, you'd be dead by now. You're not called, it'll kill you. Oh, uh, help us, Jesus! That's <laughs> and, and then you got and then you got uh, Monday morning coaches, uh, all the all the prophets who like to prophesy after the event. Well, I knew that was coming. Where were you before it happened? Well, I'm a closet prophet. Yeah, you and a few others are in the closet. We need the prophets to come. Listen, if you're going to prophesy, take responsibility for the prophecy. Come on. You know what I'm saying. It's time to get out of there. Amen. You got something to say from the Lord. If he lets you say it, you need to say it. And if you don't say it, keep your mouth shut afterwards. Oh, I knew that. Oh. After the game's over, we don't need your opinion. For me, I would have done, oh, hush. Until you're actually in the fire, don't talk to firemen. Yeah. 
I like to tell people that they've never been in Pentecost. They've never experienced the things we've experienced. You know what my word to them is? Don't judge my experience by your lack of it. You've never been there. Don't tell me I'm wrong. There's people that the people got on the internet with that little ten year old girl. Oh, they start criticizing her and talking all kinds of trash about her. Oh, she's being she's demonic. Uh, she's speaking in tongues. She must be full of a devil. Oh my God! Well, the devil is smart to speak in tongues, heal the sick, raise the dead, and 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 save people. That's a good strategy for the devil. Stupid. People who have never walked in a spiritual realm in their lives are trying to tell us what it's all about, trying to judge us about spirituality. Listen, I'm not putting them down. You are what you are. But don't tell me how to walk in the Spirit when you're not walking in the Spirit. Oh, Lord. <laughs> oh, they're just throwing things up there. I'm just reading them. I don't know. What was before that? Did I read that? When he utters his voice, there is a multitude of waters in the heavens. He speaks, and he causes the vapors to ascend from the earth. He makes lightning for the rain. He brings the wind out of his treasuries. How many know he has a treasure house? And he gave us the keys to the kingdom. And we enter his courts with praise, enter his gates with praise, and his courts with, oh, my, I got it all mixed up. But you know what I'm saying. And it came to pass when the priest came out of the holy place, this is Solomon's temple, that the cloud, say cloud, the cloud filled the house of the Lord. Wow. God Bring the storm right down here. Then Solomon spoke. The Lord said he would dwell in the dark cloud. People say, why is God in a dark place? It's dark because it's full of blessings. <laughs> Lord, help us with the interpretation. Second Chronicles. Listen, this is also during the time. This is Solomon. This is when Solomon dedicated the temple, right? He said, indeed, it came to pass when the trumpeters the shofars, and the singers, the praise team, were as one to make one sound to be heard in praising and thanking the Lord. In praising and thanking the Lord. In praising and thanking the Lord. In praising and... There were one, there were one, there were one. Oh, sounds like Pentecost. There were one, there were one. And when they lifted up their voices with the trumpets and the cymbals and instruments of music and praise the Lord saying for he is good his mercy endures forever that the house the house of the Lord was filled with a cloud so that the pastor could not continue administering because of the cloud for the glory of the Lord Fill the house of God. <laughs> God, send a move of God that'll shut me up. Won't be able to speak.
Some of you think I'm too long-winded. There's your prayer. Let me close with this. Then Elijah. I mean, you know, this is the spirit of, this is, these are the days of a, the spirit of Elijah. I can't, you know, we've been through that. You've been missing a couple weeks. You missed out. Elijah said to Ahab. How many know Ahab is our current situation? Well, mostly Jezebel. Ahab was raised to be a devout Jew, but he married the world. And the world, listen, you can't compromise with the devil. The devil has one agenda, to pollute the church. Don't compete with the world. You're going to lose. Uh, so much. Listen, Elijah said to Ahab, go up. Go ahead and eat and drink. Why? For there is the sound. Oh. I prophesy over this church. There is a sound of abundance of rain. So Ahab went up to eat and drink, and Elijah went up to the top of Carmel. Listen, you got to go to a high place. Then he bowed down on the ground, put his face between his knees. Listen, you know the story. It had not rained for over three years because Elijah said, no rain. He told Ahab, get ready. Get ready, world. The church isn't dying. The church is, mm, we're speaking over dry bones, but they're coming alive. And Elijah got down. And the Bible says seven times he prayed, Lord, send the rain. And he sent his servant, the church, Go see if it's, do we have any prophets on the lookout? Do we have any prophets on the watchtower? Is anybody looking for the rain? Seven times he sent them out. Seven times he sent them out. What do you see? I don't see anything. Go back again. Seven times he sent him out. He come back and he says, oh, 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 I see a hand. I see a cloud about the size of a man's hand. Oh, it, didn't, it doesn't look like a lot. But, brother, it's coming this way. There's a cloud coming this way. The flood will. I hear the sound of abundance of rain. Stand to your feet and give him a praise.